0: Uh hi. <laughs> <laughs> Professional start there. All right, I've been drawn in to help with this podcast to ask extra questions and our special guest today is Mr. Todd Lyons.
1: What's up? What's up?
2: Hello the wild man. Thank you for a nice little tour around your house. Renovating again?
1: Yeah, always something over here. Been here 20 years and finally took 20 years to going to make it like I want it and then I won't I'll have to do anything else, hopefully, till I die.
0: Had some pretty fast uh, first straight roommates in this household over the years.
1: I can't even remember. I, I, Who
0: makes the gate of eight? Yeah. Who's the fastest eight dudes that have stayed in the house?
1: Not Jerry Batters. <laughs> <laughs> what, not even in 96 when he was a <laughs> world champion? Uh, yeah, Jamie, no, yeah, Staff. No, yeah, Staff, when I moved here, Jamie and Staff moved in. He, he, yeah, when I moved here, he right. Yeah, yeah. He he moved in when I bought the house. Yeah, Jamie and Darren though, for first first straight, they'd be pretty pretty equally matched. Pretty, pretty gone. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, South Americans gonna make that. Javier, matter.
1: Javier, and then like three or four other Neto, that yeah, Neto guy, Net, Neto, mm, yep. Neto, Neto Braglio, Nini, <laughs> and then the two brothers. Oh, Lopez's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's Low seven pie. seven guys. Why do I think? Uh, I can't remember all the roommates I had, but... None of them uh,
0: freestyle dudes would have made it.
1: One of the em- 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 Rick Thorn. Oh, yeah, Thorn, yeah, Thorne, Thorn, Emmett, Deathride. Um, why do I think a, a girl, a racer girl
2: lived here? I, I know. The Dem- a- Danish girl?
1: And I don't think her. I think an Asian one. Why um, do I remember... Alice Jung? Yeah, or no, not Alice. No. Some, Some No, <laughs> Maybe they're just here with Darren, Darren, a bunch or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> that about I, why. I, I seriously can't remember. Like, like I couldn't. I couldn't even name half the roommates, and they weren't always BMXers. But I couldn't. I couldn't name half the roommates that lived here over the years. I probably had thirty or forty different roommates. Over I remember
0: the, some cool parties.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. During the first ten years I lived here, it was just yeah, roommates in and out, in and out, in and out. It was, and at first it was always BMXers as roommates. And then I was like, "Fuck! I don't want to live with any BMXers." Yeah. <laughs> Everybody gets to that point. Yeah, because yeah, like, was, yeah, was like, just yeah, they would suck. Ricky, Ricky, Ricky Rat wasn't paying rent? <laughs> <did>. So someone wants <laughs> to talk about the semi. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah, then, then I was like, you know what? Then, then I started just going to, like these roommate websites and getting roommates. And then I was like, if if I didn't like them, I just give them a letter, be like, "Yo, peace." <laughs> and then just Thirty sweet. day notice. No bad
0: feelings. <clears throat> yeah.
1: Yeah. What are we going to talk about then? Um, let's talk about...
0: How long ago did you buy? How long have you, you lived here
1: uh, now? I bought this house 20 years ago. So I moved... In 1990, I moved from Ohio to California. And POWs in, first? Yep, moved to the POW house in 19 end, end of 1990 in the POWs' heyday in the early, mm-hmm. early 90s. I actually only lived at the POW house for like... I think nine months. The next spot
0: was with Darren. And yeah, Darren. then I we moved
1: with Dar- Darren, Darren, and a couple of football players from <laughs> Golden West College. Those dudes uh, were nuts. Yeah. They
0: was so nuts. But three dudes on yeah, roids yeah, yeah, just we were, walking around yeah, the house yeah. all the time.
1: I remember the one chasing me up into the. Yeah, he was. I can't remember what I did, but uh, but he. <laughs> I've told the story before, but he chased me up into the, uh, up into the bathroom, and he's pounding on the bathroom door, and then, <laughs> then, it, then it kind of quieted down. Was that
0: Gallo's cousin? Yeah, it was. It was the, one of the big
1: guys. Yeah. <laughs> A um, really dumb yeah. Hey anyway, Yeah. So, so, then I, so then I took his, his cologne bottle and I pissed in it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> very.
1: <laughs> oh my god! See <laughs> who got the last laugh.
0: <laughs> I enjoyed living in the house, man. Those dudes were, were bonkers, but I didn't. You, uh, did you
2: stay
0: at P.O.W.S.? No, I stayed. I stayed with. Uh, I stayed at the Gallo House. I. Just, I it was so bonkers because they were so like caricature, stereotypical college football players. Yeah. Like, they, it just, I, I couldn't believe that there were people like that in I thought reality. you did the POW, Neil did the POW
2: house. No, because right
0: I, I couldn't stay at the POW house because of, uh, Griffin oh. already had the dog there. Oh. Griffin already had a dog and I think somebody else had a dog, so me and Dylan couldn't stay there because we were allergic. So Dylan went with Jamie and stayed with Robbo, and then in <laughs> luckily somebody's <laughs> like, "Dude, you can crash my couch for X amount of dollars a month," and uh, I was fucking pumped.
2: So that it was, was ninety two, right? Yeah, I came in ninety one. End, end
0: of ninety one, beginning of ninety two. I think it was, I came it was 90, we because we that was the trip. We came straight from the grounds. Mm-hmm. We drove here from the grounds, um, but yeah, that was, uh, dude. That first trip was so amazing. Like I just. I remember, you know, knowing that we'd wanted to come here for so long and then setting it up, and then it just been so up and down. Get to the Grands, oh, yeah, Richard Bartlett isn't going to be here. You've not got anywhere to stay. So I go from, like, everything set to nothing mm-hmm. set. Then Pistol wins the truck. Sweet, we can stay at the POWs. Sweet, get here, can't stay at the POWs. <laughs> Shit! And then, yeah, to get to stay at that house was... Uh,
1: it was yeah, and it, was on, it was only like a mile from the POW house. Oh, it was
0: perfect, dude. And it was, but that mile away meant that even though, like if I'd lived on the couch at the POW house, it would have been way less of an experience. Neil, his, Tom, um, Neil
2: came in 93 then, right? So he were not there yet. No,
0: Neil wasn't here yet. It was, uh, yeah, I, I, I think Dean ideals came out right at the end of that trip. He came from Florida on the Greyhound and stayed for the last two or three weeks. But it's, uh, yeah, but Gallo, Thomas, and... Thomas, yeah. I can't remember the really stupid, really big one.
1: That was the guy that. The yeah. guy
0: that watched porn all day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm pretty sure I publicly thanked you before for saving my ass and not <laughs> not making my first trip to America destitute and homeless.
2: What What was the last when you moved to California? Then, what What gave you the light? Okay, I'm going to California. You just kind of did it. <clears throat> I think. Yeah. Pro.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I turned pro in. I think Orlando was my first pro race. But you came here when March. everything was bad, right? Sponsorship was bad. Yeah, yeah and There was no, yeah, money there, was no it, yeah. there was. It was. Hey, I want to move to California and ride bikes and have fun, and you know. And I turned pro in March of that year, and before I graduated high school that summer, and then. But moving, yeah, but but that bad, yeah, you know, how it was back then. Those days wasn't like oh, I'm going to move to California and make a living and be a be a paid pro rider because it didn't it didn't exist, you know. So, but it was. Man, it was fun. I mean, I think the rent at the POW house is like 160 bucks a month, and then the rent at this other apartment. There's four of us in a three-bedroom apartment. I think it was or maybe it was two or three bed, yeah, no, three. yeah, three, yeah, three-bedroom apartment. No, there's five of us, I guess. Yeah, because the the three that yeah, the three, three football of them players and then yeah, so, the couch. Uh, Then then you then you made six. Yeah, so rent couldn't have been more than 200 bucks or 150 bucks or you know a month. And then you remember my first car about the, the 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 postal jeep. I bought a post postal, a, 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 re, a retired postal jeep. It was all white, and one one seat in it on the wrong side, on yeah. the English side, and four, I bought that for four hundred bucks. We used to drive that to Club Metro out in Riverside. Oh, and, God, how we drive on the freeway! Yeah, yeah, the, 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 the tires were like six no. inches wide or something. <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 nothing in that car. No heat, no air conditioning. Just the, the, just the door slid. Yeah, who really, was in the crew then back then? Like, say, if you go into the, the Metro, who'd uh, he'd be, he'd be out that night? Lonergan. Everyone from the house. Definitely Lonergan, Griffin. um who, wouldn't go. Yeah, Luan. Nah, Lawan wasn't. Was he? Would nah, you mean he, he was there? there. Yeah, well, yeah, Robbie Morales would be there all the time. Because Rob, Robbo lived out there.
0: Chris was there. Sal's was there already.
1: Yeah. It was yeah, but that was fun. That, the corner of the club metro was fucking. It was
0: funny good. for my that for me that that being now my was first an trip. hour
1: away drive, you know,
0: in a real car. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember like all of those people at, at the POWs and you and Darren. Like I learned all the stuff that you don't expect to be different. That's totally different from England. Like you taught me all of that stuff while I was here. Like I remember Sal's taking us to. It would have been Ralph's maybe. And it yeah. was open at, like, three in the morning. And for me, I'd never, ever been to a store at three in the morning <laughs> before. So, I'd like, like to do all that stuff, that, that was the first trip here and doing it all. Wild
2: well, man learned me how to do laundry, how to put your quarters in. <laughs> I <Like>, remember <how many laughs> that, ask, you know, Bill Grad's apartment. Yeah, 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 Downstairs, yeah. like, okay, this is where you do You put your pump, you put your <laughs> detergent uh, in, you put your quarters. Like, I remember that. I remember watching you how, how you'd toast your sandwiches. Because we just made spaghetti and sandwiches so we could make And I saw you toasting it. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you'd get a toaster.
0: If you hadn't, if you hadn't found BMX, you think you would have still ended up in Ohio? You think you'd have ended up just living there?
1: Uh, n- no, no, I don't know. Oh, I know. I, I don't think I would have stayed in Ohio. I mean, I've always been always want to see what's around the corner and like a go explore places, whatever. So I think, yeah, I don't think I would have stayed in Ohio. But I have no, no fucking idea what I would, what I would have done. What's that club at the Christmas Classic in Ohio? The Bucket of Beer Club. Uh, Purities? No, there was a few different names for those. The (laughs) night when Gary Ellis (laughs) put his fist through the ceiling.
0: Like, I just... Those those things, like, for being a BMX Kid fan and then fucking coming out here and hanging out with those people and then being right in the middle of that stuff, like, the reality was so much better Better than anything.
2: Well, <laughs> like tell us some, tell it some it. Christmas classics uh, p- after parties from that 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 oh, club. Yeah. Geez. Yeah, beer,
1: the beer. Yeah. You get a bucket well, of beer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, because everywhere was was it eighteen? Was it eight? bar. was it? You only had to be eighteen to drink then. Student I think. Bar. No, no. Or was it twenty? I think it was eight. Yeah. Uh, maybe I, we don't were don't already I just I don't. But but, but but still, there was still definitely like yeah, anyway. But it was. Uh, yeah you'd buy a bucket like like you'd go to wash your car with a bucket of water you'd buy a bucket they'd fill the, they go into the tap and fill the whole bucket with beer then they'd give you like ten cup ten little clear cups, and everyone just Stay, would just scoop dip it. scoop the fucking beer out and then at the <laughs> bottom of that it's just so nasty where it's been sitting there for like an hour or whatever and everyone's hands been in the water Stay and beer and stuff. The yeah. <laughs> but yeah that was uh probably one of the best stories was uh was when there was uh Uh, This would have been 95 Or 4-ish Probably 94 Yeah (laughs) The Christmas classic But we were in that club The one where you walk in And go right downstairs All dark and dingy Mm -hmm. down there That's it, yeah But uh, the What's his name? Uh, Chris Rye From Props. Props Was like getting roughed around by some dude on the on the dance floor. Back then, remember just the era, the music era, was slam dancing. That you know, it just the, some song would come on, jump around, you know, the, the, yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and yeah. the whole dance floor would just turned into a yeah. the pileish, sweatish, whatever. But um, him and, and I think losi also, losi were like getting pushed or beat up, some or whatever, uh, abused by some guy. And I ran up with a took my beer bottle and broke it over the guy's head or whatever. And, <laughs> Next thing you know, he's bleeding, like chaos, or whatever, the cops coming, we're outside, the ambulance coming, and me and Losey, uh, we was it, yeah, it was Is that when
0: the bouncers CS gassed everyone?
1: Was uh, that that year when they pepper sprayed I don't everybody? think so, I, because this was really mellow for what happened, it was kind of mellow, because I was able to just walk right up out of there, and then I seen ambulance and police coming, and then we, we I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was Losey. was it, he yeah. or Losi, I can't even remember. As low as low C, but yeah, we but we walked we 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 walked one street over from from High Street, and we walked you know ran all the way back to the uh, to the hotel to the to the where the race was where everyone was staying. But anyway, but the whole funny part of all of that is. Is that fucking dude was a BMX racer? Right. He was in my moto that weekend. <laughs> you know? I remember you saying that. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he, was, he was nasty. Yeah, nasty's friend. But anyway, that's the yeah, whole. Yeah.
2: But then did, did he like hit
1: you back down the road yeah, or something? Yeah, he yeah, came yeah, and clucked yeah, you yeah, back yeah, a little yeah. Bit? Yeah. yeah, then like six months later, there was a yeah, freestyle contest in, in, in Florida and he hunted me down and he beat me up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. <clears throat>
1: dude, yeah. I just,
0: I remember, I remember Ellis punching the ceiling holding that i don't know well he probably had a bucket of beer and punching it like it. i don't think that's what he meant to do i think he meant to just like <laughs> throw the fist up in the air but he's ellis and his fist went through <sighs> like Oh dude. do
1: yeah that's uh, i mean th- i mean i mean yeah everything's different where but just think of the the fun and not saying people don't have fun anymore but but just i don't think any of that goes on you know at a race i mean not saying that, that not to that extent, not, yeah not saying that freaking freaking uh I, don't know, I can't think of any fucking pros' names anymore or whatever, but, you know, Kinman or whatever, isn't in... in, in yeah, yeah. I mean, I, don't know, I just heard... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, don't know, I think he's too. in Brazil. You know, he's in Brazil right or He's somewhere. I was listening to some other... Yeah, I he's probably having a blast and partying yeah, yeah. down yeah. there, but but that shit doesn't go on at the races, you know? Nah. There's too many coaches and everything it else. It
0: used to be amazing. Though. I mean, that, those, those nights... It's funny with Ellis, like, almost everybody who's, like, met him and hung out with him away from the track... I think because sometimes you have that, you know, if somebody's super, super successful, you think they're either going to be not cool or they're going to be nerdy or they're going to be out of touch or whatever. Dude, he was one of the raddest dudes. Mm -hmm. Like when every single time that he was where we were hanging out or he was hanging out with us outside races, he was amazing, man. That day at Neil's when Neil drove the truck into the house that playing Monopoly, yeah, that yeah. day was crazy, like, the the whole X Games thing with Stephen, like, I just, uh, that's a dude, you should try and get a podcast.
2: I mean, I, I saw the time, like, you got to oh, do one with Ellis, but there's, like, nobody and, and hold of him.
1: And for the listeners, you new school guys, Gary Ellis, the lumberjack, is who they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, the GOAT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know,
0: he's, he's in the argument for GOAT. Who would you, who would you have as greatest full-time racer?
1: Yeah, t- hands down Gary Ellis and freestyle hands down Dave Mira. You know, the the two most easy picks or generic picks, but the two guys that deserve it the most.
0: I think a lot of people now, they put the weight on the Olympics, but, but you know, nah. me, me and Dale had a, had a conversation. We worked out when, when the Olympics would have been if, if BMX had Yeah, gone... you did
2: a whole spreadsheet on yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> if BMX
0: had gone into the Olympics in like 78 or 82, if it had gone in at that point as soon as it could... Like who would have won those titles? Like look at the world's titles and the ABA, ABA titles around that point. Like who would have won them? And I've got uh, you know because those people who say oh, well, and, and it's a good argument. Maris winning the Olympics both times and all those other titles gives him a good argument for it. But I don't think there's when you look at the span of Ellis's career, there's no he, way that he wouldn't have won one of the Olympics.
2: He's,
1: yeah, he would have. Yeah, yeah, he would have definitely won one for sure. Too close. Even, two, Even yeah, and and Maris or. Connor or Willoughby, like, I mean, granted, maybe not enough time has passed, but they're, they're not icons yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I I mean, but granted, like, it's also me being younger than Ellis and following Ellis, you know, through his career mm-hmm. and then actually racing Ellis. So there could be, you know, 15 year old kid now that, you know, ha- has Maris as, as an icon, you know, or not not as an icon now, but, you know. 20 years from now, he might be like, Maris was, you know, the biggest of the biggest, nobody was bigger, you know.
0: I don't know how many, how many pros of today, or even a pro that isn't pro yet, but like, to have like a stellar, like a really stellar, without too many bumps in the road, 15 year career, and then still win the grands in your last year.
2: Oh yeah. (laughs) Like
0: I don't, All three mains. I don't, I I, I don't know if there's, I don't know, out of the current crop, maybe Connor. But I mean, I, I just, when you Joris
2: think, is potentially could, if he has a dominating mm, next couple of years, which is going to probably get the mm, USA this year title. And then if he wins maybe a couple more worlds in the Olympics, which he very well could. That's then, why
0: those conversations are yeah. so good, man. It's those, fun. It's
2: like you, you always piss somebody off and, well, and everyone's got nev- different you'll, opinions. You'll never yeah. know.
0: Those people peaked at, you know, 20 yeah. years, 30 years apart. So you won't ever know. But I mean, dude, Ellis was just such a, like... Even if he was riding bad all day, as soon as the, as soon as the mains came in, yeah, yeah like yeah. you know, there's a good chance he's going to hold shut the main.
2: Mm-hmm. Just had that race head, didn't he? Mm,
0: yeah, just unbreakable psyche, amazing
2: man. Who was uh, anyway? You were telling us about getting out of Ohio?
1: Yeah, I mean, I came out here and just said when I first moved to Cal- when I first moved to California. Like my my parents said, oh, just treat this as a temporary move because I think I had seventeen hundred dollars. And that You'd was, already turned pro, right? Yeah, turn, yeah, turned pro, but I hadn't really been doing that great at all. It was, it was super class, MBL. But then uh, I flew out to, when I moved here, I actually, I flew to Air, uh, to uh, Vegas for the Gold Cup. Somewhere in Vegas, I can't remember the track. Um, I think I remember racing Barry Nilsson in the motos, but uh, we I was racing single A pro, and then I stayed with, with uh, Steve Veltman. I stayed at his, you his, his in house Vegas, right at with his parents. Yeah. Who, I stayed at his house that weekend, and then from the race Sunday night, I drove back with the POWs. But that's how I, you know, got out here. But uh, but yeah, it wasn't you know there wasn't any you know. Were you like super excited to come to California and
2: see all the BMXs and? Oh yeah, yeah it was
1: yeah because I'd been out here. I came out here and uh, the first time I came to California was in '89, the summer of '89, on my way to Australia where I went. It, the world's in Australia in '89, where I went to go lose my title to, to, <laughs> to, to Jurgen Van Fucking Full Face.
0: Agu Snacks at
1: that point? Uh, no, that was MCS. It, it was, it was MCS. Yeah, it turned into MCS. But. But yeah, so I stayed out that That's summer. Nice. It's
0: nice to know that we gave that kid a shitty nickname and it's worldwide.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, he was ahead of the game because he had yeah. a full face mm-hmm. and elbow. Now look, uh, yeah. Today's pros have all yeah. got elbow pads on underneath their shirts. I think you know? I'm friends with him on
0: Facebook. Yeah, part. no, he's on, he <laughs> appeared on
2: Facebook <laughs> finally, so yeah, I've spoken yeah. to him a few times, yeah. Right. today's
0: Uh-oh. pros look like the kid with the ugliest style from the 90s.
1: <laughs> you know what, <laughs> yeah. but, but, but Jürgen was fast oh, as hell. dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he yeah. smoked me in all three motos and...
2: He went on to win the main. He was the closest anybody was to Christoph in amateur, like, and he was the kind of the man. And then Christoph came up and beat him a few times. But he beat Christoph at Slagarn and Cruiser because he's a year mm-hmm. older. Mm-hmm. And then Jürgen, he quit BMX pretty much, before, you know, but like pretty quick after he won that Worlds, you know. Pretty sure, so, sh- pretty sure. But he, he was, is. yeah, he was on it. He was, he would have been a bastard beaver or a, as good as Rob Bolton, you know, and maybe even, but you know,
1: he was really good. So don't be too mad that he beat you. <laughs> Um yeah, so yeah, so I'd been out here a couple of times <clears throat> and that was before the POW house, but I stayed at like the it was called the H B P. House, the Huntington Beach Pros house, um right downtown. That was I think Chris Moller was there. Other, on, Alan on Huntington, right? Yeah, I think thirteenth Street or something.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, I know.
1: Yeah. Um but yeah, so I'd been out here a couple of times and yeah, going to Orange or going to Twin Palms, whatever it was it was you know, I still have vivid memories of just how cool and crazy that was to see that, you know. Back then, I mean, we didn't even. I mean, I don't even know when we started calling them jumps trails, but like there was you know, any jumps in any jumps that I had jumped, like in 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 Ohio, were just mounds of dirt that maybe we used our foot to kick up or something. You know, like like nobody carved a jump or built a jump with out in the field with shovel. I mean, I mean, well, yeah, maybe with shovels, but not nowhere near what they look like out here. You know. It yeah. was um And then there was trail there was jumps at Magnolia, at the end of Magnolia at Pacific Coast Highway, right at the beach. I suppose like, 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 Chris Muller does an ad for that's uh,
0: where he did the first bus driver.
1: Yeah, in the
2: ad though for uh Airwalk Probably yeah. yeah. Somewhere yeah. down there. I was on the
1: cover of Go from there, doing uh it was it was a three pictures. It was Danny Nelson, it was Okay, I remember it that it yeah. was Ronnie I uh, don't know. Is it Wilkerson or Hoffman and then Danny Nelson and then me. So it was, it was a freestyler, racer and then dirt jumper. Mm-hmm but uh but yeah that was from there but that was
0: when when you when you came here like i don't know if your experience is similar to mine but like was it even better than you'd imagined it was going to be when you got here and and started living day-to-day here
1: yeah i think yeah just there's so much so much to do you know whether and every day some and especially living in the pow house every day something was going on you know you know you didn't you know I mean, not everyone even had a car or whatever, but there was always we were always piling in and going somewhere. You know, there's a lot of dirt jumps trails around there. Jay too. Blazer, just, yeah, 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 yeah. There's All just, them trips. Yeah, tra- yeah, there's just a little trail here off the highway, a little trail in here, Long Beach, the Troll Trails, the you know Magnolia. It just felt like hills. no one worked there was either. Just, yeah,
2: yeah, no well, we jobs. <laughs> yeah. Oh
0: well, you work with Bingo yeah. maybe yeah, one yeah, day yeah, a yeah.
1: week. Yeah, we would. Yeah, a lot of us would work. Yeah, for, for Anthony days. Yeah, shout, dad. shout out to Anthony Reyes' his dad. <laughs> yeah, putting food on the dinner table. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. we yeah we would just would do like a th- work a thirteen or fourteen hour a day. You know, the moving company leave at like four in the morning, drive up into L.A., figure out what what truck we're gonna get in, and just go to some office building. It wasn't we never did houses, but you know, go to somewhere and just move shit all day. You know. <laughs>
0: My desks,
1: filing mm. cabinets, and shit. And I remember, I I vivid, vivid remember memory of like taking naps, like all, you know during lunchtime, or whatever, just <laughs> napping or whatever. And but yeah, that that you know you'd make one hundred and fifty bucks that day, like, and you were cool. Yeah. When was your uh, you started to
2: think about going? I know you went to the worlds in eighty nine. So when was your Europe, right?
1: You Same again. To England. First yeah, trip was, to Europe. That was, I think, the, my first summer in, in, in California. I, Garrett doe got a hold of me and I, and it was, it was, ni- on. yeah, 1990, but I can't remember what happened, but something, something happened and I couldn't go. I, I can't remember, but I remember it was, it was possibly going to happen. It didn't happen. So then the next summer, I, oh no, no, not sorry. Not, not 90, uh, ni- 1991, my first summer in California didn't happen. And then 1992, it did happen. And then I went 1993, 94, and I went like the next few years in a row. And I would, I would just peace out for most of the summer and stay in Europe. What'd you, you
2: like about Europe back then, um, about the
1: racing and that, you know. Yeah, no, well, no. it was just fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was fun. I mean, it was mm-hmm. it was just it was it was a whole different atmosphere with you know everyone camping at the races. Like nobody camps at races in America. And you went there and it was just a whole weekend festival, you know. Um, but it was you know not obviously not knowing who you're racing was fun, you know, and you know and then making all these new friends from different countries and stuff. And then after I went there, you know, a couple years in a row, it was it was like I had a little community of. Because you're obviously crew. doing King of Dirt at the same time, weren't you? Yeah, He's yeah, racing yeah. And, and and, yeah, there and was, that. yeah, and there and that was the years. I mean, I had a few years where I I won every single King of Dirt contest because it's basically just you know the racers, you know. But mm-hmm. but it was even in America. I mean, there was, you know, I'd win like like every single one, you know. So it was really cool. Like it was, you know, if there's a contest, like I'd win, you know, either win prizes, you know, with the frame set or something. And I'd try to sell somebody or money or whatever. But it was, yeah, that was that was the good old days. That's a good question. We talk about now in racing, like
2: we talked about it in the last podcast me and Jamie did that me and Jason did actually about when they used to have king of dirts at the races do you think that could help BMX today? Um,
1: or BMX racing? I you know just kind of I having guess, the it's atmosphere too, and the, it's just so, so segregated different. that yeah. I think you'd have the dirt jumpers that would come in and do the dirt jump contest and they just piece right back out you know not saying they're like oh fuck racing but it's just so just so different you know there, there's, mm-hmm. there's no intermingling you know I mean, it'd be cool. It would definitely wouldn't hurt, you know. But it would be—you'd be hard pressed to make it like you know the good old days, Mm -hmm. you know.
0: Mm. See, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily think it's a bad idea because if you look, there's a lot less freestanding BMX dirt contests.
1: Oh yeah, shitload less. Like a lot of the
0: big ones are all mountain bike contests now because they can they can go bigger. It looks better. Blah blah blah. So you know looking like for BMX dirt jumping kind of looking for somewhere to go yeah yeah i mean i uh, and what you would what you would find is it would be the same as before where there would be a bunch of racers who everybody know like you would have those hero guys who maybe weren't the fastest racers but everybody know who they were the good jumpers you get to see them and then you'd get the freestyle guys who would come in like Dennis McCoy turning up at the Grands, or yeah, like, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. like those those dudes turning well, up. Well, sure, you used just...
1: to have Mira, McCoy, Hoff, I mean, uh, Hoffman, Mira. Miron. Yeah, J.Miron, one of Yeah, on it, on you. yeah. But, I, uh... but yeah, I mean, I mean, if you think, I mean, I mean, there's not a lot of, there's hardly any money in, you know, for for a dirt jumper or yeah. whatever, free, in freestyle anyways. Like, And the thing, the level of riding is so, through the roof and the money is so low. It's mm. kind of like racing. Like the like racers now are unbelievable, but the money's not there. Mm. But, I mean... A five thousand dollar dirt jump purse, you know, probably would draw some, uh, probably yeah. start some current races. It yeah. was kind of like, yeah, would branch you prob- off and get into it. Some people. Oh, yeah, it'd almost be cool fun. if they yeah. had like a like one class that was like, a, yeah, it was like the racer class, you know, everyone, yeah, ra- yeah. everyone yeah. racing this weekend, race some yeah. new stars. Yeah, be, don't yeah. they do that? With,
0: they do that at the Skype park, don't and they? they have a race, a race day where a race day where
2: that's what Keith Dooley does, yeah. Yeah, but they shout they, out to Jump Club, yeah.
0: They have a day at a skate park where it's a skate park day, but race it's a just... jam or something, mm, Just yeah. for the racing kids to go and jam. So it's, you know, you haven't got kids who are doing a bunch of stuff that they're, you know, doesn't... Well, they still have, have cause,
2: uh, Rich Moore still has, they still have race roots, you know. I see mm. him on my Facebook, you can see he's kind of still keeping an eye on stuff, and mm. that's where them guys came from, you know.
0: You ever get the desire to race again?
1: <sighs> no. <laughs> no, as much as I'd like to. I, I never, and I never... I feel like I never quit like i never i mean i mean i never officially No, re- i never retired like i never like i never made like an announcement, hey, i'm retiring, hey, I'm quitting, hey, I'm done, you know, i never did i mean it would have been cool like like what you know who did it uh uh, I mean, Gary did the perf- Gary Ellis did the perfect yeah. one where he had all his jerseys printed at every every race that season. He passed out a jersey, threw a jersey out, you know, and everyone the announcer would say, "This is the last time you'll ever see Gary Ellis at South Park," you know, and so that was that was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, for him to finish at the grands and win all three mains, yeah. well, he he won the NBL grands and he still went to the ABA grands, yeah. which was after, but yeah, obviously,
2: but still winning that, the NBL grands yeah, was amazing, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, unbelievable.
1: Man. But anyway, but you win that man. Yeah. not you? Yeah, yeah. you were not? Smoking.
2: <laughs> uh, Neil put me over the first turn in the last main. Almost had the, a whole shot. for the motorbike wasn't it yeah. was that the day. Well, the it knocked me down from a two fifty to a one twenty five. And Neil was my roommate. You might, have, you <laughs> might have killed yourself if you got the two fifty. I mean, uh, but Still, Alice won all three mains, so which is So yeah, impressive. no,
0: but, no, you're not going to get the like.
1: Uh, well, my my knees fuck. I mean, I, I need I both of my knees need to be. I need I need f- I need full knee replacements in both my knees. Like, um, and my left knee just doesn't bend much more than 90. And if it does, it hurts like really bad and it doesn't straighten all the way. Like if I sit, like sit down on the ground and put my leg in front of me, my, both my legs are kind of arched. They won't lay, they don't go flat, which that doesn't hurt if it, if it tries to go flat or straight, but bending it, you know, so it's, so I mean, the last time I raced was like. I think two and a half years ago. Um, what was it, um, Lancaster, um, no, 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 Ventura? Ventura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I tried to race there, and I remember the first jump was just kind of a basic little jump, and and I would hit in the jump and trying to lean back and pedal like my 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 knees would stop bending. So when I went, I couldn't get back far enough, and then I, I was looping out. You know, I'd go and like my body would stop, and I needed to get back more. So so what would happen? I, and and it was just and I got fucking smoked. I was racing like forty over expert or whatever it is, and. I pimped some guy. I got crashed. <laughs> Did you? remember I that? Guy. I think he's high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the last yeah. turn. Well, we hit pretty good in the second mm-hmm. turn, and the last turn. Last right. turn, I night. <laughs> I, no, I just came under him and right. I took his front wheel out. But he sent me a. Like I said, I don't like looking at Facebook. He sent me a Facebook message, <laughs> and he's like. It was like, I don't, and I didn't look at it for a long time, but he let me know that I, I, I think he, he 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 ruptured his spleen and broke his collarbone oh, and, went, and missed like a month of work and stuff. And oh that, you know? man! But it was like, fuck, if I had to struggle that much, just just to barely squeak. And I think that was even third moto. That was that. Then I didn't, still didn't make the main, you know, in the semi or whatever. But it's just like, it's I am like my mind is still, you know, I, it's like in my mind I'm still, you know, I can still do shit. But then on the track I can't, you know. And then it's mm-hmm. like. And then it's like And I still Obviously I'm still riding These big BMX bikes And that, that kind of These big BMX bikes Are almost a saving grace For me because I can ride those And compress And you know And, and it's okay Like if I'm on a 20 inch bike And I land hard on something If I could really compress too much, I think too it'll far. Fuck my knee up Yeah so it's like These big wheel bikes Are almost like Were like my saving grace To keep me riding You know because the last You know when I was still Riding 20 inch bikes Like you know Five six seven years ago I had my my seat Kept getting higher And higher and higher You know so I don't know how high it'd be right now, but I it, mean
0: those, those bikes. I mean, you know, a lot of those, that market. A lot of those bikes have been bought by, you know, there's obviously the market for the Instagram kids and the wheelie kids, but a lot of those ones, especially the retro setup ones, you know, they're kids' dads.
1: Yeah, yeah. well, that's like, who we made them for. I mean, mm. I mean we we've, we've been making. We started making the Big Ripper in 2009. It was the first year we made it. 2000. So it's been, you know, and that was the 2009 model year, and right now we're in the 2019 model year. So it's been over 10 years. Um, but what I was saying about racing, let me, yeah, fin- I'll finish that little story. I think it's more. I mean, because I can still jump the shit out of those bikes. I can fuck. I can mm. bunny hop stuff. I can obviously do wheelie shit. I mean, I ride I ride those bikes good, and I, I like riding them. I have a blast riding them. And it's like it kind of, you know, I, you know, I kind of think I'm still kind of, you know, I'm anyway. But if I go, and then if I go and race. And I'm getting smoked in the motos. It's like it's almost like, it's like, it's like nobody needs you're like I don't want to show anyone that you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. And it's not then it's not even that you know it's, if I was if I was able to race. I mean I've thought about it before like fuck if I just trained a little bit you know and, and mm-hmm. went back and you know obviously you had Billy Griggs and a bunch of those guys mm-hmm. you know like start really I mean, but it's like I don't have the time I don't have the time to do that. But it's not that I'm anti racing, but just with my knees mm-hmm. of just not being be, they they hold me back and it's like I'm, I'm not going to be able to I'm not going to be capable of what I think I should be doing on the track. No.
0: And it's as with most things, if you've been serious about something, it tends to not be fun to go back and play at it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't have the. I, I am so busy with work. I mean, um, every day. I mean, I work from home. You know, I've been I've been working for SC for 15, 15 years. You know, it's like I'm. But I, but I'm work from home, and I from the minute I wake up to have sometimes before I go to bed. Like I'm working. Like I just. I mean, granted, I've got a family, wife, and kid now, whatever, but. But a lot of days I work as much as I can, you know, and and, and not all year, but certain times of the year, like right now, like when we're, when I'm working on next year's line of bikes or whatever, and it's just, you know, Skyping with Asia and everything else and then traveling. But anyway, but, but back, back to the bikes. But yeah, so those, you know, we, we started making, you know, we meaning SE, you know, we, you know, we, I, whatever, you know, we created those retro bikes in 2007. And then two years later, we started making the big wheeled BMX bikes, like two thousand seven and two thousand eight we had the PK Ripper twenty inch and we had like the quad angle twenty four inch or a flowable flyer twenty four inch. But then in two thousand and nine that's when we went to twenty nine inch, you know, and and you know, now we make twenty nine inch plus, we make twenty seven five, twenty seven five plus, twenty six fat tires, you know, we make all kinds of wheel sizes. But those bikes are, you know, when we first started making them, they were specifically for the old school BMX guys. You know, it's like I did sales meeting after sales meeting after sales meeting, you know, year after year in 2009, 2010, 2011, 2012. And every time it was the same story. Like. You know, you know, we, we're, we're designing these bikes for BMX guys that want to relive their youth. You know, they want to, maybe they had a PK Ripper back in the day, or maybe they always dreamed of owning one. You know, now they're, you know, six foot tall, they're mm-hmm. 280 pounds. You know, there's no way they're going to get on a 20-inch bike. They want nothing to do with a normal BMX bike. But lo and behold, they can get on this big Ripper with 29-inch wheels that looks just like a PK Ripper, but it's bigger. You know, so that's who we were making them for. And then, you know, and then in the last few years, we had, you know, there's been a huge huge, you know, surgeons, uh, four years or so of this, you know, bike life community who, you know, the kids from the cities and the streets or whatever. And actually it's, it's spread to the suburbs now, which is kind of how any trend goes. Um, but a lot of, you know, these younger kids are now <clears throat> jumping on these big wheeled bikes and having fun on them and doing wheelies. And just like I was saying, Paul, it kind of reminds me of when freestyle BMX started and, you know, when, when it started to take, 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 take wave in the early eighties you know where it's just like you know these kids know nothing about the trends in bmx they know they nothing about do, other they. bmx brands they just see this big big fun bmx bikes they see people riding them having fun and it's their escape to go you know go ride
0: do you it's kind of a perfect storm but do you think it would have been much harder or even possible with a different brand
1: 100 <laughs> percent
0: like I, we we talked about it earlier, and the only only brand that popped into my mind that you could have even remotely gone near it would have been something like Redline, but you'd have had well, to change
1: everything. Well, I mean, this is going to be tooting my my own horn, but but sometimes it needs to be tooted. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, when you take a step back out, or you think of somebody who's not really that connected with what's been going on, or the and and they're you know they're like what the hell are all these city kids doing riding SE racing bikes? You know, that's, that was the, that was the class, that was Scott Brahop's brand in Southern California, you know? I mean, so it, anyway, so it, it's, it, it as because it's, you know, for me it seems normal because I, you know, I've been part of it every step of the way with, and what we're talking about this is this bike life, bike life phenomena so to speak, you know? Um, but, you know, there's no reason, based I'm trying to think how to word it, you know. It, it's For me, it seems normal that these kids love SE bikes because we've created the bikes. Now we've got a whole line of bikes that we kind of market to them. We you know, we, we market them on our social media. We go on these ride-outs, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, to take your step out of that, it's like, why the hell is it SE Racing, you know? You know, it could have been GT. It could have been mm-hmm. Haro. It could have been Redline. It could have been, you know, then, you, then there's all the freestyle brands, you know. Some of those brands already make, 20, you know, 26-inch mm-hmm. BMX bikes. But anyway, but... To date, to go all the way back, it literally started with you know with me seeing D Blocks, who's you know one of the guys in R R D Blocks on Instagram, but in New York, he lives in Harlem. But I started seeing him. You know, this is about four, it could be five years ago now. But you know, I started seeing him on social media doing you know doing these crazy wheelies in the streets and doing crazy wheelie tricks I'd never seen, and he was riding a Floville flyer. You know, so he's already riding one. He's riding the tan one we did, and I can't remember what year it was was Tanner brown. And then I sent him the Big Ripper that year, which was the famous Stars and Straps Big Ripper. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just, I didn't know him or anything. I, I messaged him a few times on time, Instagram, said, hey, I'll send you this new bike you know, right, right before it comes out. I want you to get the first one because we had a sample. Anyway, I sent that to him. Next thing you know, Travis Barker, you know, from Blink One Eighty Two, and the, you know, they end up seeing him on the bike and seeing his, seeing his media presence. And at the time, he had like seventeen thousand followers, which is a big deal in Instagram back then. Now he's got like you know three hundred and fifty thousand. Anyway, but once I sent him that bike, that was that was the spark because he sent me screen grab after screen grab after screen grab, you know, obviously I was still seeing what he was posting, but he was sending me all these screen grabs of people saying, yo, I need that bike. Where's that bike? Hey, I, I need the bike, you know, and that, and that literally was the first little spark that, you know, you know, people seeing, you know, and that was also showing the power of social media, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um But anyway, but then, you know, so we were, you know, you know, we were in it very, we mean an SE at the very, very beginning. And then part of it, you know, then I was, and then we flew, you know, actually, uh, Travis Barker flew D blocks out to California to do some TV thing or whatever, and then and then, and then we filmed with him, and rode with him, and did some stuff in LA. And then I went to New York. We did this and that, and anyway, and then and then it just started growing from there. But but point I'm trying to get at is if I was right, if I was working for GT, you know, what I'm saying there's no you know, and then GT was you know, and I and I had had GT ma- already making a 29 inch bike for the last two years, you know, so. You know, it, it, it could have been any brand that, that was willing to also take the risk. You know, I mean, I mean, how many brands?
0: I think you're very, I mean, you're you very, very lucky to have the styling, like those, the iconic styling of the Ripper and the quad angle that make it so different. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Out.
1: So, and also, you know, it's because there's there's just this year, there's a lot of other brands jump you know, jumping, I mean, I'll say jumping on the bandwagon, you know. And making 29-inch bikes, you know, it's not like they're not allowed, you know, but, but for 10 years in a row, we are pretty much the only brand making a 29-inch BMX bike. But for me, and then, you know, this is just my opinion, but when you look at a lot of the other brands' bikes, just the nature of most all of them are, are, are steel or, or round tubing, and just the nature of that round tubing frame versus a big ripper that has the Floval tubing, which is what SE's known for. And then it's just so much more real estate. The logos look bigger. So the looked- whole bike looks burlier. Mm-hmm. The loop tail rear end, you know, a lot of the other brands aren't on loop tail rear end. And then the landing gear forks, it just, I mean, even if you, yeah, it's just a more pleasing bike to look at. So what's,
0: what's, what's D-Blocks' deal like now then?
1: <laughs> well, we, we, he's been on salary for a while. I mean, which is, you know, which is when we first started paying him. I mean, at first it took me a while to realize, like, like it took me, I had to fight myself to think, are we going to pay him to do wheelies in the streets? <laughs> you know, but, but this is a few years ago, you know, mm-hmm. but it was like, you know, it just seemed so, you know, for me coming from a pro mm-hmm. background of, of what I had to do to get paid and this and that, you know, and it's like, you know, I, you know, but, but it just seemed weird, you know, it seemed like I was almost like, you know,
0: am I really going to do it?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then, you know, then it was like, then once our we started our numbers started growing like crazy, and I was like, "Fuck, we're only paying them that much, you know." And I was like, I was like "Why are we? Why are we paying?" You know, hey Javier, I got to give you a pay cut. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, so, no, we never gave Javier a pay cut. But but looking, you know, we you know we've never have had that many paid riders at one time on SC. But when I started looking at the BMX guys and what they were making, you know, and what he was making, I was like, "This doesn't make sense," you know. I was like, you know, so so we've. You know, we, we gave him... Donnie Robinson, you clip him. Yeah, yeah, yeah Donnie had to go. <laughs> what's, what's, cool
0: that, what's cool, though, is even, even though that may be, you know, the massive part of your market at the moment, you still have legit... You still have a super legit BMX race team. You still have super legit BMX pro riders.
1: Yeah, Chris Fox. Yeah, we still, yeah, it's... Chris Fox is still on us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chris, yeah. Chris Fox, he's had his signature bike for like the last four years. Because yeah, got... he's awesome! <laughs> and then we've got, yeah, we've got a, I mean, our, the race team is pretty much an amateur race team. You know, Javier kind of retire, retired this past year. And there's no reason for us to go out and get a, a, a pro rider, you know. I mean, just the race sales, I don't even go into that. But just race sales in general, every company, they're just not, they're not smoking right now. The
0: little Asian girl's kid. The little... Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, Well,
1: she lives in Japan. Mm.
0: <laughs> But is that... Yeah. Is, is she, Jui is that, Yubata, is, yeah. and then there's
1: Mickey... Or no, no, Jui, Jui... I can't remember. about then there's Mickey <laughs> Um But yeah, we are Japanese distrib- distributor. They have, like, an all-girls team over there. Actually, no, there's another guy, Taka, something, that rides... It's funny, right? Chris,
0: Chris Fox is... He, you know, he reminds me a little bit of Brian, in a way, where, you know, he's racing, he's racing, he's racing, racing's the only focus, racing, And then all of a sudden, like, the powers that be kind of... In some weird, undermined way, fuck him over. But because of that, he ends up having a much better career yeah. and probably a lot more, a lot more fun. And yeah, a lot... well, he's
1: got a bigger fan base on the freestyle mm. side of the thing than he ever than Chris Fox ever had in racing. But yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. When he didn't qualify for the two thousand, was it the eight or no the twelve? They well, they got hurt. And they did He did the two thousand eight. Yeah. yeah.
0: And they, well, he got hurt, didn't they? And they dropped him from the from the Olympic training thing. No, he well, he still did no, the he trials. Did, or... He did the
2: Olympic trials, yeah. yeah. But hang
0: on, they they but there was one. They sent him home from the training facility when he got hurt. Hmm. Well, I've like yeah, sure spoke to him about it, yeah. it. I'm not
2: sure. Yeah, you're... he
0: he got he got he got hurt, and instead of like you know he's going to get better and he's going to stay at the training facility, they just said like oh, you can go you can go home and yeah. we'll, we'll contact you. And and he was so bummed out about it. That was when he just started riding. Yeah. I, he just. Dude, he's so good, man. Like, it's mind-blowing. When you watch him ride them bowls, it's amazing yeah, how he fast goes
2: he first. goes, man. Yeah, fast, and fast. A few of them guys, uh... now, there's a Canadian... I guess he was a racer as well, the Corey... Corey Walsh. Yeah, he was a race guy, but them guys... Yeah.
0: I, what's funny is I... <laughs> you know, I'm sure of us old guys, when you look at social media you imagine yourself and where you would be. So I'm, I'm sure there's a bunch of racing training kids, they look at social media and they imagine themselves being at Chula Vista with Connor and Corbin and those guys. Or, you know, my thing is when I look at social media, I look at that crew, like Chris Fox, Matt, uh, Cordova, Corey when he comes over, Jack Watts when he comes over. Like, I'd like to think that would be the crew that I would be with.
1: Yeah, like but I art- might be
0: only taking photographs, but
1: I would still. The, what's crazy is the SE team. Like two years ago, was Chris Fox, Matt Cordova, and Larry Edgar. You know, Larry Edgar is like you know the hands down one of the best guys out there. You know, I think mm-hmm. he just won the Vans Tour second year running. Yeah, second year in a row. Yeah, okay. and then Chris Fox has been top ten. Matt Cordova Matt Cordova won the Huntington Beach one. It's like top, top it's crazy. Like a few year. years ago, yeah, we had all three of those guys in SE. You know, but our sales, you know, are the sales in that market. You know, no matter. Can, you know, it be, can it be hard to keep that? Yeah. Well, it's well, it's just it was just it's you know SE is SE SE was always that old school race brand and now we're you know kind of known as this bike life wheelie wheelie company whatever but what we're you know it, 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 no matter who you sponsor you can look at you can look at examples of of, of redline sponsoring rooftop or uh, mm-hmm. who else did they sponsor Hucker oh Hucker and then there's somebody else really bad at Fuzzy was fucked. No, Fuzzy sponsored the manager. Uh, no, Line. but no, no. There's a really badass street dude like Garrett Reynolds or somebody. Not Garrett no, it Reynolds. was Garrett Reynolds. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so you can look at like Redline still sponsored all those badass core dudes, but they're still Redline. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So just, just like you know, even though we sponsored those guys, you know, we're still 26
0: yeah, inch. Uh, so things quite nice. Yeah, the one they've made for the last couple of years, oh, yeah. it is quite
1: nice. But the uh, but you know the the basically you know and and not and we just didn't have the sales to to warrant to no. pay to pay those guys what they are worth you know so it was no problem when you know, when they left I completely understood you know but Chris Chris is you know stood his ground and you know he loves, us, he loves yeah, cool. SE yeah that's cool He's stuck around with it yeah. Yeah, yeah no, he's he yeah no so he'll I talk.
0: like him he's one of my
1: favorite dudes yeah. i he lives in sainte right? Mm-hmm. Mm. yeah but yeah so I mean back to the you know could there have been another brand yeah i mean i i, I feel he, i mean i feel if i was you know i could have very well been working at any other company and then like i said took the risks you know which i didn't consider them risks they're just fucking they're fun shit for me to do like let me go to new york and do wheelies all through the streets with these guys and let me go here and let me I bring them out I, to, out here you know so so for a company you know for me it was just fun it was just traveling with with the, you know my new friends you know my new friends from harlem and brooklyn or whatever but but for a company like a corporate company you know which I guess SE is, you know, but for a company to go that route and then promote these riders doing some reckless riding, riding with no helmets, you know, yada 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 you know i mean it's pretty it was like i said it was it was you know risky you know and i didn't i didn't think of it being risky you know doing anything i just this is what i i'm the fucking wild man i think (laughs) think it's a perfect storm having
0: those two frame designs to work with as you yeah yeah. and
1: then yeah then having yeah and then and then our bikes look you know the se bikes always look different you know and then also when you're saying what else we've got going on and then we've also got our core retro bikes i mean we've got our not our bike life, big wheel BMX bike. So we've got you know a PK Ripper that looks just like Perry Kramer's PK Ripper back in the you know, in the eighties. And those then also, are, those are
0: nice. That black PK and, and the quad the angle, Thompson, yeah, the twenty four
1: quad And then the Mike. So so we've also got. I mean, I feel we've got our bases covered. You know, like I said, we we we, we own the the bike life wheelie market, no doubt about it. I mean, our, our sales are going through the roof. You know, but then we've also got the ra- our race team. We've got good race bikes. You know, really pretty nice race bikes. Sales there aren't nowhere near what we would want. Then on the freestyle side for SE, you know, our, you know, our sales are they're growing, but nothing nothing crazy. But then we've got Chris Fox, one of the biggest names out there, best well liked guys out there, and then in the retro old school bikes, it's like we've got Garrett. I mean, no, Gary, let's talk about. It. But we've got you know Perry Kramer, we've got Stu Thompson, and Mike Buff, all under our wing with signature bikes for multiple years running now. So to have you know those bmx legends that are part of se and then perry kramer you know he's the southern california sales rep for se also and
0: those bikes seem to sell out as soon as oh, they yeah. come out they're gone
1: yeah it's yeah i mean we've
0: they don't sit on the shelves they just we gone.
1: uh the perry kramer that we we brought 250 well actually they're not here yet we had some delays whatever but the the perry kramer peak per loop tail this year it's black with the gold mm-hmm. gold, gold accents but oh, uh nice. they're about they'll be here in about a month but we started taking orders for those. It was you know a few months ago now, but we started taking orders, and within twenty, we, we limited the dealers to five per dealer, and within 24 hours we sold out. Wow! You know, and then we did that. We, we did another release of this. Like we did some green bikes. That was like we called it spring green, where they came in in the spring, and it was like a mid mid season anyway. Mm-hmm. The big, our we did the same thing with the with a big Ripper. We had this green and gold unique big Ripper. It's like, hey, it's here. You got to order it now, or we're gonna be you know. And it's, we sold out within an hour. Oh my god! <laughs> so yeah, and two, again, that was three hundred three hundred bikes. Where's
2: it? Where do you think so, the 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 wheelie big bike life thing is going? Is it?
1: It. I mean, every you know you, you know. I mean, every, everything's trend. Been there. Yeah, it's always been I mean, there. It's just you can see it now. Social mm, media. Yeah. Well, and the social media has helped it to grow like crazy. You know, but it's. You know, I mean, trends always come and go. It's like, where's fixed gear? You know, you know like, that was booming in 07, you mm-hmm. know, 08. You know, that's when we had big sales then, you know, or, or where, you know, fat bikes. So that know, really died off bikes. the fixie? Yeah, yeah, to- to- totally. Um, Dude. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. yeah. But I, 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 mean, I'm I'm an optimist. But I look at the the wheelie bike life culture and movement as these are just you know, and not every kid's doing a wheelie. You know, not every kid can do a wheelie. There's you know, there's younger kids, there's older guys, there's girls. You know, not I'm not saying girls can do matter. wheelies, but there's yeah, but they're just out there on their bike. So I just look at it as a resurgence of kids riding bikes. Mm-hmm. You know, I like so, the way
0: it looks like, and even the bikes and the kids that look like them. They look all look like new school hip hop kids. Yeah. <laughs> like it just it seems like that image is hand in hand. Yeah. And you see a bunch of them dudes riding around on them bikes. You see them dudes.
2: Yeah.
1: Like or it's you only, just show um, this magazine is pretty cool here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the like, I mean, Bi- Magazine, which is a fully roadie magazine, you know, yeah, did that six six page article, you know, with and it's you know, the article articles called The Wheelie, you know, and it's yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, Wall, not Wall, yeah, Wall Street Journal, you know, about a year and a half ago, you know, I was in touch with, you know, they contacted me and there was an article on the front page of their lifestyle section, full cover, full page, you know, of talking about kids getting back on bikes and how they're riding them now. And it was pictures of the guys doing wheelies on SE bikes, you know? Um, I mean, there's, there's superstar rapper after superstar rapper from ASAP Rocky to Meek Mill to... To ASAP Ferg, to Kanye West, to you know, and all of these guys, yeah, 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 yeah. To, to Tyler, Tyler the Creator, to Travis Barker, to LeBron James. Anyway, all of these guys, not just on big wheel BMX bikes or on BMX, but they're on SEs. Every you know, every every name I just said. There's I be, saw there's an photos I of those what guys was an '80s
2: rocker guy on it as well. I think I sent it you about a year ago. Uh, yeah, somebody in um, a well-known band, Guns and Roses, or well there was obviously i think he he wrote but there was another one anyway so yeah.
1: but yeah but it's but but from the outside like anyone who's not really not connected with BMX you know and are they cuz this whole like you're saying this this whole movement it's it's you know it's you know it has got this i mean there's worth to it to be mm. to be associated to be I mean we're doing it cuz we just like i just like riding bikes and we like selling bikes and making cool bikes whatever but for a brand or a musician or an artist for them to be you know to up their level of credibility, oh, let me, let's, let me, you know, I, I can imagine, I'm, sure, I'm 100% sure it's happened, you know, that, that some of their managers said, hey, we need to get you, we need to get a picture of you on an SE bike. You know, because because it's happened where we see some pictures of like superstars with the bike and, and they're not riding it, they're just posing with it. And then you never ever see a picture of them again riding the bike. So, mm-hmm. so I mean yeah, you can call them a pose or whatever, but I'm sure that that happens with you know all you know, as as far as you know, they they gotta up, up their credibility with their their fans and it's like, hey, Gosh. this this culture, this bike life culture is huge. You know, there's mm. you know, it's all in the cities and the inner cities and blah blah, blah So let's you know, let's let's you know anyway, Think so, so then so then they're me. with that bike and then all of a sudden There, that makes that you know the the kid that's tuned into the bike life culture all of a sudden thinks that superstar is that much cooler. Oh, fuck, he rides, you know, and he's got a PK Ripper, you know. Mm -hmm.
0: It just it's it's like that circular thing of a they think oh my god it's cool I want to be associated with that so people think I'm cool whereas in reality as soon as they do associate with it it brings the credibility of the brand up yeah yeah like LeBron James literally whatever LeBron James eats drinks and uses has the credibility because he uses
1: it yeah there's he a um ben simmons who's a fame. Uh, he mm-hmm. was the number one draft guy or whatever he, he goes out with one of the kardashians mm-hmm. or whatever but there was a he posted a picture of on his social media just like a few weeks ago about riding riding an se bike and it was like he posted like four pictures of you know him and his buddy like and and he went into a bike shop because like i know the guy anyway he bought those bikes went to a bike shop the day like two days before and like in philly and, and bought the bikes you know, it wasn't like hitting us up for some bro deal or getting free. He just walked in the bike shop, bought them and posted the photos of them. And, and yeah, he's well, got like yeah. millions of followers. It, he must be,
0: it must be nice to be an NBA player and like...
2: And go
1: out to the Kardashian. Well, <laughs> no,
0: just never, to never have to think about, all right, I want one of those. Who am I going to have to call for yeah, the hookup? Yeah.
2: He <laughs> doesn't call anybody. His no, <laughs> no,
0: he doesn't do anything. He just goes to the kid that he employs right. and says... Go and buy
1: me four. No, bikes. but he was in the. He bought it. He he, he went to the oh, bike that's, shop. That's that's rare. Yeah, the 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 uh, he wanted the whole experience. The guy, yeah, the um Stan. i want to show you right now. The, the guy from the bike shop sent me uh, sent me a picture of him the day before, saying, you know, Ben Simmons, and he played, you know, he plays. Oh, I know, dude. he's, yeah. he's he, he stupid. plays for the, he's stupidly yeah. famous. Yeah, for the Philadelphia, he'd be you know. famous even if he didn't. That's him walking out of the bike shop, and oh, then no. two days later, he posted a picture and his got like, like young. Like, yeah. even
0: if he didn't cheat on the Kardashian that he was dating, <laughs> with, he's an NBA player. He's oh, rich he and is. famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: Kardashian. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, but yeah. So anyway. So yeah. I mean, Se has just got that clout right now that that you can't buy. I mean, I mean, all of those people that I said that 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 were with the bikes or photos of them showing with the bikes and then in movies has been in movies you know we're also doing a collaboration obviously with with the uh, you know, we did one with Santa Cruz skateboards before we're doing one now with Dogtown skateboards but but with these superstars you know Ben Simmons that plays the, for the Philadelphia 76ers mm-hmm. or whatever you know none of that has been paid product placement you know at all you know there's a new movie also Tra- trend spotting or train spotting there's another some movie that kids ride in the fat ripper like and none, none of it's ever any of us like paying to, to put, mm. put it there. And half the time we don't even know it's there until we see it, somebody tells us about it, you know. So it's, so they're coming to the brand, to, you know. So it's, yeah, you can't, the publicity we've been getting, yeah, we, we, you, you can't you're, buy it. You can't buy it and we wouldn't have enough money to brand, pay for the it The brand anyway. is
0: so cool that people are coming to it, yeah. but they are bringing more coolness to the brand by, yeah, yeah, just exactly, by it being yeah. them. It's a shame that Kanye had that full face crash. on was riding that <laughs> terrible GT. Was it by the train lines or something no. that one? Was no, the, they did he have skyways G- 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 P- on it?
1: Was, it was the PK River, it was a race boat
0: Did he have the GT weird wheels on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It the three, GT wheels, right. yeah, 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 I just, it, it's funny when you, you know, I guess I guess what that is, that's a sign of like somebody who's just old and slightly out of touch almost getting it right but not quite <laughs> he,
1: so the a bike shop was in touch with me saying hey kanye's been in here he wants to get in there he was hitting me up and they and they said that he wanted he didn't want sky with tough wheels he wanted something different whatever but he got the he got the gt spins <laughs>
2: <laughs> killed the contingency um what's gonna say about that
1: uh, tell and you
2: guys tell us about when you put them all on a bus you guys all went on a bus oh, and yeah. went to the track yeah, and that was yeah. pretty cool, wasn't it? Yeah.
1: So that yeah, so we did the what we called the S. E. Bikes Life Day at the track. Mm-hmm. That was it was something I've been wanting to do it for the last like two years and it just I just had to the timing had to work out perfectly. But um, this, this summer it did. And we just did that like a month ago, but that I'd wanted to get, you know, cause we, you know, just like I said, we, you know, these, these riders, a lot of them, not a lot of them, some of them ride reckless in the streets and they're, mm-hmm. you know, some people look down upon it and Hey, those kids shouldn't be doing that. They should be wearing helmets. They should, you know, it's like, but you can't control, you know, you can't control everyone. But you know, then I also will read online like, Well, yeah what do we, well, yeah, well that's cool s e selling all those bikes what are they doing to help b m x you know b m x racing they're not you know let's get some of that why don't they put some of that effort to get you know get these kids at the tracks so so that's basically what we did. We like you know we've i went to went to Harlem you know right in Harlem at Rucker Park and uh which is like a main park in Harlem mm-hmm. but you know we planned it out and we, we we basically picked kids through Instagram we just went through and we said hey we're going to be for the next 2 weeks we're going to be hand picking kids to come to the come to the BMX track with us and what we did yeah we rented a bus so we had a bus driver come you know and it was a school bus like a 40 passenger school bus we rented a, a U-Haul or a Penske trailer to to put all the bikes in and basically told everyone to meet us there in the morning had them all sign waivers everyone hopped on the bus and we drove 2 hours out of New York, and these are these are city kids, and you know some of these younger kids too, like barely probably ever even get out of the city. Mm. So, we took them out to to two BMX tracks, the New Pulse track. We went there and practiced. It was you know closed track, it was just just us and all these kids, and they're riding their big rippers and their fat rippers, and everyone's riding the big BMX bikes. And a lot of these kids have never been on a track before, you know. But we also brought D blocks and those guys. Um, but it was really fun To watch them, you know, riding And, like, getting the hang of doing a gate start And it was, and literally, we brought, you know 40 new extras to the track And we raced, we, we practiced there And then we went to the next track um, Kingston, yeah, Kingston Point, New York And there we raced They were having a night race So now it's like, okay, all you motherfuckers you all racing, you know right. And, and I, t- I, t- I, t- I told, I was like, hey, nobody's backing out You know, because obviously if you've never raced before mm. You'd be scared to death, you know mm. and, and they pretty much all race, you know, but it was like, and it was really fun to to literally, you know, like I said, hand hand deliver 40 new racers of the track. And, and I know that the next weekend, you know, these kids live two hours away, you know, they, I mean, you know, they live in the city, you know, a lot of kids, you know, these kids might not have much money, you know, so I'm not expecting that they're all going to start racing the next weekend, mm. but some of them might, or... Some of their friends might. Well, at you least know? They expose them to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, well, yeah. If, well, if you look at the, the social media of of you know, those forty kids, how many followers each kid has? Okay, this one's got thirty thousand. It's got fifty thousand. You know, D got 000, you three hundred thousand. You know, just the the reach that all of them had that they're mm-hmm. going to race BMX. You know, and it probably opened other people's eyes to BMX. So. I would like to start I'm gonna well, I'm not like I am gonna I'm gonna start I'm gonna be do it a little bit different, but I have full plans of doing that, you know, over this next year at a, at a few more places around the country, you know, and maybe maybe not exactly that, but but something something similar and, and, could, man. and because yeah, you know, because it's like you know, one one it was a fun day, everyone had fun. Mm-hmm. Two it brought you know an excitement to the track, you know, the local track operator. Um oh, what's his name? Um uh Tyler? It, no, 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 uh, in, in, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But in New York, the the track operator, his his daughter races. She's she's a, she's a junior elite pro. Um, she's living at Chula Vista right now. Oh, uh,
2: she's uh, Joey Albright's uh, yes, connected something. to the family. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I know what you mean. I totally know what and, you mean. Uh, yes, I see her around. Uh, yeah,
1: but anyway, but but you know, he, you know, his mom and or her mom and dad that run the track. They both said even after when I talked to them on the phone, they're like that was a, so. You have no idea how excited people were to see those guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it just brought a different element, you know.
2: Yeah, you know, yeah, but it was
1: funny because when we pulled up, we were all yelling and stuff out of the bus, and some people were like, "Oh, I thought that was like like the the police bus or the prison uh, bus," right. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <right? laughs> you know, but it was fun. It, it was cool. You know, and I I think that's you know that's us giving back too. you know. I mean, that that costs thousands and thousands of dollars to to do that, to rent this and rent that, and food for them, entry fees for them, everything else. You know, it it costs money, but it was it was a fun event. And it wasn't just like a promo for us, you know. But it you know it was, but it was also. Give them something fun to do, and then also kind of open BMX racing's eyes to these mm-hmm. kids because maybe some of these kids never even thought about racing, and now they're all jazzed up about it. And you can even do a pump track and all kinds of yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah, so yeah. so yeah, so I talked with Tyler Brown about doing something similar, um, you know, with you know getting guys from LA, but but here it would be more, it wouldn't be getting a school bus and getting all these young kids from the city. It would be getting all these old dudes. That, you know, and in California, obviously everyone's got cars out here, you know, mm-hmm. but we just, you know, have a day where we like rent the track or have it set aside, you know, just for us for the day. And maybe they do have a night race, you know, but yeah. the, oh, there okay. would be really cool because you have the track and the pump track. Yeah. Yeah. No, know? definitely. There is because, to do. yeah, because there's, I mean, you know, there's, there's a lot of group rides, BMX rides, you know, in, in LA and Orange County, you know, almost every week. Um, they're not really the wheelie crazy young kids out here. It's an older crowd. Um, But, you know, let's take that older crowd Everyone's riding, but hey, let's go do something different for a day Mm You know? And again, just kind of respark some of these guys, because in California, a lot of these guys probably did race, you know, back, you know, a decade or two or three ago.
2: Well, I've interviewed them, the rides, was kind of like a scene, isn't it? Everybody kind of right. meeting up and catching up, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they have a beer on the way. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's
1: super, super social, you know. I mean, some of the rides stops too much for beers and stuff, whatever, but right. but it'll be, I think it'd be really cool, and I do, I do plan on doing that, and then, and then like I said, and probably pick a couple other places over the next year and do, do something similar. Yeah. Well, you cool. Know, yeah, just introducing people to different aspects, you know, of bike riding. And and one of the things, you know, one of our you know quote unquote hashtags, one of the things we kind of go by, or one of the things we're known for, is just you know at this stage is just let's get kids on bikes. You know, let's you know no you know and no matter you know and these group rides we do or the ride outs with the younger kids as they call them, but you know it doesn't matter what age, what race, what color, you know what you know how much money you got and what bike you're riding. It doesn't matter. You can you come come to one of these rides on your on your GT or mongoose or Whatever, you know, I, I, it doesn't matter. It's like, but let's just get kids on bikes. And that's a good push that we're doing. And that's what we're really being known for is just being a positive movement of literally, literally getting kids on bikes, which is what you can relate to. And, you know, Donnie Robinson. and Yeah, you know. yeah. And you don't even know who you're going to bump into. I did the one in,
2: you uh, was out of town. I did this, the Perry one, one, the one that Perry did in San Diego okay, a couple yeah. of months ago and just happened to be riding. Uh, oh, there's Hollywood Mike Moran. <laughs> I, <and laughs> I didn't know he was there. And, you know, it was cool to ride alongside him and just. BS. You see all kinds of people there, don't you?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, the rides are—you know—they're literally just people getting together and riding bikes and having fun. And that's, that's—that's it's all about.
2: Before we um, wrap this one up, we'll, we'll do this again because it's kind of fun. Um, and you got so much great stories to tell one day we need to go through your photo albums yeah. that'd be kind of a cool oh, yes. and, and
0: the diary <laughs> the
2: diary and the photo mm. you've got to get permission for that one <laughs> but let's let's because this is a lot of race people listen to this let's talk about finish it up with current race and your views i always ask you you know why you know SE's views your views on current race. and how could we make it better i know you listen and you read everything and um, yeah, tell us what you think about yeah. everything, and what well, what could we do to well, help make I, it better.
1: I do I do listen to pretty much every every BMX podcast out there. Um, I always mean to like when there's an interview with somebody to like message them later and say, hey, I listened to it good. You know, I liked it, or say, say something about it. And I always forget whatever, but I'm an I'm an invisible listener. But anyway, but that's. You know, half the news or info I get about BMX racing is through the podcast, you know, because there's like no, no websites. I mean, yeah, you know, there's some websites, obviously. You know, but, but yeah, there's, there's not a lot of, you know, access for even people to, you know, that want to know about what's going on. But it's, 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 uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's weird. I mean, I, I haven't been, I, I've only been to one or two races a year for the last X amount of years. So I, I don't want to be that arm, armchair quarterback, whatever. But it's, it's just, you know, my, it's just, I'm gonna say whatever I think. Whatever, whatever, you, every old guy in my stature says whatever, but it's just a little bit too serious and a little bit too regulated and a little bit too, you know, I wouldn't say organized, you know, but but it's it's just too stale, you know. I think that would be that'd be my general general, you know, like you like like it, the fun isn't there as much. The, the fun isn't there as much, and 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 and, and the. The training has gone through the roof, and the fun is di- dipped down. That would be the two things I would say. But you, I'm not doing it, so I can't really say for sure. Do right, you think on. that
0: do you think that BMX racing would would be helped by, you know, somebody taking footage of the races and putting that into something, making good content of that to put online, rather than just something that's live where it's five or six hours that nobody's going <laughs> to sit and watch? Because, but like, do you do you think that you know with Social media and stuff. Somebody should be out there and putting BMX images and and stuff and content of BMX racing out there that's good and interesting to watch. How? Why do you think that's not a thing yet? Why yeah. do you think no one's got that?
1: I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because you have to struggle to find the main event at the World Cup or something, or or at the last national, or that I don't even know that. Does, well, you have like to exist. Sit for five hours yeah. and watch everything <laughs> before. Ooh.
0: Like I said to Dale, that race in Argentina, there were five and five hours and forty-five minutes. Of a lot of just,
2: do you listen pic- to all picture- of it?
0: Yeah, just a super fan. Yeah, <laughs> drove me crazy. Ranted about a bunch of it, but it's you're putting them guys that live feed. I guess that's for the real fans. But my thing is, if you'd taken all that stuff from the live feed and you'd got Jason and the other dude, sorry, Rich, the other dude in the in like in the studio afterwards and made a twenty minute show because like that five hours and forty five minutes of complete mind lumming this except for like a couple of good quarters yeah, so the semis maybe but like the final on day one in argentina that's one of the best bmx races i've ever watched like yep. for those six dudes to come across the line almost a blanket finish with six dudes at the end of a supercross race is insane yeah but like you know like you say you're joking saying i'm a super fan but how many other people watched all of it, or sat there with it all playing whilst they were doing stuff? Oh, wait, semi's run. Yeah. So how hard it would
1: how hard it would be would it be to yeah to make to make to make that like 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 the highlight mm. motos, mm. quarter semi's main. You know, and you would have it. You would se- seven minute or
2: twelve yeah. minute I think it just like, comes down to money and and yeah. But I you know, just, cut, just just
1: just cutting cutting cut it cut it cut it. You don't know, you're good, like re-edit it. A good editor and a good presenter.
0: Like you look at those. They still run them now. Like, we're talking about that thing when Gary won uh, those three mains on his last race. Like, that video, like, with those mains and all the interviews with you and Neil and yo and like, you could do that. You already have all the content. All mm-hmm. you need is somebody to edit it and put it together, and you've got an amazing 20-minute thing that is exciting enough all the way through for a kid to want to watch it all. And yeah. then then you get kids who, you know, you get kids... You know, our complaint is like, dude, everybody looks the same. But if you were... A <laughs> real, if you had, I know he's from France, I don't know who he is. But like, if, you, if you knew, if you, knew, if you yeah. were into it, and that was your thing, and from every one of those World Cups, as well as a live feed, there was like an actual TV show of like... Like, you would have people who would literally be booing their phones when David Graf came on, because he elbowed somebody out on the first... Like, you'd have good guys, and you've had bad guys, and you'd have people who are like... Mm-hmm people who are just die-hard Conor Field dudes. And like in 10 years' time where he's only just scraping it through, there'll still be die-hard Conor Fields dudes. And, but it's almost like you've got this jewel, but nobody's really presenting it to people who don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Like if you, that NBA World of Stars thing where they had those shows on ESPN, you could do that so easily with what you have already at the World Cups. Yeah. Like, But the, it's you know like it's me and a couple of other nerds. You, <laughs> we're, we're the only ones. It was Sunday, yeah, relaxing day. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We're the only yeah, ones yeah, watching. It would be oh. nice. Like, it would be nice if there was there was easier way to access. Yeah. I in, just don't info, think it's being presented. Photos and mm-hmm. it's not. Well, being
2: you've present- got you've got a good go. Jason and, and Richard. Both you know they're, they're they're knowledgeable and they're very both very good at it and they're they're like us. They're nuts as well and crazy about it as well. But they're not allowed to say certain things and stuff because. And I've asked why. And, and Pete will will comment on this. I'm sure when he when he when he listens to this and I'll I'll actually see him tonight. So I'll to talk to him more about it. But because it gets broadcasted in different countries where they can't talk about certain things and so that's why they have to kind of cut out the sponsors and all that kind which I I don't think that you know like I say when we watch Supercross on a Saturday night Mm. even if it's Monster Energy they still talk about the Red Bull and the Rockstar and everybody gets their little play you know and and
0: another uh, thing with that is when you tune in you know they might show you the heats and the thing. so it would be like for the BMX thing if that was BMX on TV you'd tune in for the semis they'd have a little highlight show at the beginning like oh my god this is where so and so unclipped and he's not going to be in mm-hmm. it and that's going to drop him down in the points and we're going to join straight in at the beginning of the semis and this is mm-hmm. like and you could you could do that it's I mean I those supercross races I watched every race this year I didn't watch a single one on TV I watched them all from people who downloaded them. And if you had decent content of that and you weren't going to try and stop people from sharing it, because that's a lot of those sports, some of them, like when it gets to pay-per-view, they have teams of people stopping people from putting <laughs> that out in a live. Yeah. They have computer geniuses working around the globe. Anybody who's coming up, they're stopping it, stopping it. <laughs> Somebody was filming that Conor McGregor fight and putting it on Facebook Live when we were there the other night and within 10 seconds of the first round start and it just went down. Right. So you can't post it. <laughs> like how say, nuts is that like, and that's just me in a house of one dude yeah. there's millions of them people and they're all getting they're filming out of the TV mm-hmm. so everybody well. <laughs> does everybody does Facebook live like but they, they've they got people there who are just cutting them off cutting mm-hmm. them off like computer hackers but the Supercross people share the TV show as soon as the TV show's finished on the west coast people share it and the AMA don't stop anybody they let them share it. It's
2: more eyeballs on the on the show. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah, yeah. Bingo. They're not yeah, losing yeah, any money. Yeah, instead of fighting, yeah. it's sharing it. Yeah. And that's yeah.
0: that's what we should be doing with BMX because it's not yeah. big enough at the moment. But they should have a kick-ass show. So at the end of every race, you can see it. And if people are into it and they like that twenty-minute show, they're like, "Oh my god, this is a series. Mm. I want to see the race beforehand where they, you know, they reference the fight that so and so got into. Like yeah. it should be. It should be that you should be building those characters so yeah. people know who they are and they can pick their favorites. Oh. I just want to give a shout-out. So, by the way, um, Corbin Schirra, I don't know if you're listening to this, <laughs> no. but I've got to say, I was so pumped that you know who I was when you met me in Huntington Beach. <laughs> I, uh, I've been removed from the game for quite a while, so it was quite pleasant that you knew who I was. Thank you very much for the name check and coming <laughs> up and saying hello when you were in town. I
2: appreciate I'll it. How he say that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he came up with uh, with Javier and always with Christian. Christian, he trains with. Oh, he's with yeah, Christian, yeah. and he came up, and uh, Christian's like, oh. and uh, I was like, "Hey, how's it going?" And I was like, "I'm Paul," and he's like, "Yeah, I know who you are."
1: <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I would have known. It yeah, man, Maybe I know.
0: he's
2: got a stash of Ride magazines. Don't that. know. Yeah.
0: Don't know. He just said he never recognized the voice.
1: So yeah, the one one quick other yeah one uh, one thing I the and we won't obviously it's, it's a topic of everyone over but but the. The outlaw of clipless pedals for the younger riders—that's a step in the right direction. Mm. You know, mm. it's not official yet in the U.S., yeah. but I mean, I'm pretty sure it's gonna. Ideally, it yeah. will. But I mean, I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, I mean, I get the pool magazine. I still get it every every month, or whatever, because we advertise, or whatever. And and when I see those pictures of the young kids with their nuts on their stems, mm-hmm. and then their pe- their toes are touching, pointing down, and their knees are. Yeah, you know, there's their calves are level with horizontal level with the ground. You know, it's just mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just it's just yeah, it's just a bad style. Yeah, anyway, but yeah, you know, anyway, whatever. You know, grumpy old man. You know, whatever. But but they, anyway. There's, you know, if here's here's my overall. Yeah, here's my overall wish list in in for BMX racing. No
0: clips and no knees.
1: Well, the, the, yeah. The, <laughs> so the clip, the clips don't need to go away for everyone, but that's in the step. You know, get the kids riding right. You know, that that's a good thing. Get you know reputable bike brands to have to one be involved with BMX racing you know we've got a full on racing. We're an S E we're an SE we are SE racing you know we've been around since the 70s you know what I'm saying we've got seven guys out there you know, and we're wearing SE colored uniforms not just some weird whatever you know anyway but but you know the says SE really big it's not that it's not a fox jersey with a little logo screen here and there anyway but but that was really cool you know that with like i said old man whatever mm. but but in the 90s thousand, eighties, 80s you know every team rider every team you knew that team from mm. 100 feet away you know now you kind of don't have that and then
0: and you knew the dudes who run it Yeah, yeah
1: yeah exactly yeah but then uh and then you know the you know, this, I've, I've said this for probably five years now or longer, you know, but but my thinking is eventually BMX racing will go out of the Olympics, you know, it'll get replaced with, you know, now it looks like, you know, give it a little bit more time with, you know, some vert riding or free, another swarm of freestyle or freestyle or, or, or more riders in freestyle, which will bump more, ride, you know, but BMX racing goes out of the Olympics, then the UCI or you know, the Supercross tracks essentially kind of no need for those, those kind of go away. And UCI kind of steps back from all the countries because they don't really have any reason to be, you know, governing all these, whatever. And then BMX kind of comes back to, you know, not exactly what it was. We're not asking for that. But but I think, anyway, that's that's just my, my little dream of... Back from the fields, back to from the dirt. dirt. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And yeah, yeah, then, yeah, then yeah, the yeah. tracks, yeah. Then the yeah. Show, so, so, so the high-speed single-file stuff, you know, I mean, yeah, BMX has always been single-file. But the the, the, um, the ridiculous speed single-file goes away. You know the you know the tracks kind of come oh, back. Oh, David Graf's going to listen to this and is going to pull up last, the clip from last week and say, "I told you, I told you." Did you watch Argentina?
2: <laughs> but
1: you know, I think uh, yeah. This, and but you know, like I said, I mean, I mean, and and as everyone knows, that's like that's like an old American pro. You know. Uh, view of it, you know. Who actually was the first guy? To, you was one of the first guys to clip in. You
2: keep that quiet. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that. No, I, I was. You're yeah. in good company. Now. I was early. I, <laughs> it was like, clips.
1: it was like, yeah. I mean, lo- Lopes and King, and then like, was, I was like right after that. Yeah, right, yeah. You right. was in yeah. that middle, but I period. was always go back and forth. I never, you know, I never started. I never put my knees on my stem. I mean, my, ne- <laughs> no, my nuts on my, on my stem. <laughs> <laughs> my, what's
0: What's funny is when When we were a kid. And I would young... still
1: clip out in the turns. I'd still put my yeah, foot down. Yeah, yeah. I'd it's still
0: When we were young, When we were younger and we were older experts or pros first turned, we would always say, oh man, we've got to ride the same track as the six year old girls or the novices or whatever, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but the thing is, as a kid racing, the fact that you're racing on the same track as the pros gives you much more of a connection. Like, I think a lot of them kids who race BMX, I mean, although the tracks are getting better and coming, they're coming more towards the, you know, decent rhythm sections, like, how is a kid going to look at that crazy hill and, and be like, oh, yeah, that's where I want to end up? Like, <laughs> why, you know, uh, uh, it, it's... The good thing is it's hard for the pros because they have to make it so it's good for everybody. Although I think there was a period where the ABA especially just toned everything down so much... But, you know, that fact that you pros race the same track as the kids means a lot to the kids. It probably balls up the pros a lot, and from our perspective when we were younger, I was like, dude, the track's terrible. But for a kid who's getting into it, the fact that they're riding the same track as the pros, it gives them, they can picture themselves as pros. It's Mm -hmm. much easier. I remember picturing myself from the age of 13, 14 onwards, looking at those people and picturing myself up there with them. Whereas I don't, you know a kid who races BMX or it just rides BMX and is thinking about getting racing, that disconnect from that to Bicycle Supercross, the SX course, is like, it's so far away, so far removed. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not even, like, you're looking at five years until you're on that track. Whereas, we would go racing when we were kids and at a national, there'd be a double A Pro Main on the same track as the 13X Main and the same track as the 7 eight to open. So, for the pros, I get it. At that time, we looked at it and were bummed about it. But for kids, I think that makes that's one of the good things about BMX. Like that, Pros being easily accessible at races is cool, but the fact that you're competing on the same level as them, that makes difference for kids. I don't know. Man.
2: Let's finish up on your... Uh, I know, Paul, you're a big fan of anybody English that's... You follow the English scene. Who's, uh, who's your favourite riders right now? Who are you cheering for in the elite classes? it's just been talking about him at lunch.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm... Even, even though Yeah, well, even though I live here, even though I live here, um, I'm the same as most expats. I'm vehemently patriotic when it comes to sports. Like, And the, the, the World Cup was just a massive solidification of that. It's, it's feeling all that. And especially being out to see it on social media. So now with the racing, um, I'm obviously going to have my favourites a because I'm from London uh mm-hmm. and B because of Pews. Um sorry, used to be called Pews. CK
2: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> CK
0: Flash as he's now known. Um you know, my, my links with Pusey and my like my deep joy at watching what he's doing in London for those kids means that I'm obviously you know, with Quillen, with Kai, with Trey like I obviously have that connection and, and the fact that they are you know with Liam retiring um, I obviously feel a close association with them they're English I want them to do good I obviously like the way Paddy Sharrick rides I like the way he looks although I don't I don't know it, it's probably <laughs> it's Kaya kind of Tranquil and when they're on the track if I'm watching I'm shouting I want them to do good I just that that's my, my thing with them I don't uh I don't know, and I I enjoyed watching Liam when he used to race, but I, and and I cheered for him at the Olympics and stuff. Um, but I feel more of a deep, a deeper maybe it's that London thing, maybe it's maybe it's because I'm black. I don't know. I like <laughs> I fucking like I like them kids, man. I can't help it. They're just uh, they're fucking awesome.
2: How about you, Wildman?
1: Who do you do you know? Names? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't think I could name more than five double A pros and Amer- American guys, or maybe six. Well, yeah, 6 or 7. But um actually I mean the, uh, the Jared Garcia probably. Mhm.
0: this one. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I, would, I mean, I just listened to him on one of the podcasts a little bit ago, but I yeah, uh, yeah, he seems to just have a good style and uh and now he's starting to win some stuff and like yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'd probably get the most excited if he won. And then second would I like be, him cuz he
0: got no power. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, and, and then, Con- yeah, I mean, not Connor. Um, I mean, I like Connor, or whatever, but... Um, uh, Corbin. Corbin, yeah. Sweet. All right, let's wrap it up. I want, I want, uh, by,
0: by the way, there's other, like I, you know, I mean, like I was saying with you, it's not just English kids. Like I, because of my relationship with a bunch of people who are now the team coaches, like I feel, you know, I get psyched on, like the Dutch kids. Even the Dutch kids who I don't particularly know or who have been good since I've been away from it, I like it when those kids do good because I know Bass is training them. So the fact that I know that, that he's doing he's doing well and I know that he would be psyched on it. But look, I, I, Nick is good, man. But like, there's no... There's no ifs, buts or doubts about it. I and he uh, seems
1: cool as well. Yeah, he's, he's not cocky yeah, enough. He seems yeah. a nice
2: laid back guy. Like I say, he went from uh, the last race, the World Cup, he went to Columbia. It looks like he's traveling, having fun, going to different countries and kinda of taking the I making really, the most I, of his opportunity, I really like you know. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't <laughs> and so would I be. He doesn't,
0: he just he doesn't come across as for as good as he is, he doesn't come across as being flash. Or conceited. Or, no, he seems or, cool. Like like I that, mean, yeah. I
1: mean, I'd say international, yeah. He'd probably be my... my I my mean, the
0: the, the, the the fact of... He got very lucky with where some of those races were, I think. Like, I think if the Worlds hadn't been in Puppendale that year, i know. not I don't know if he would have won it. I, I, it was
2: Kinman? Yeah, he won in Belgium. Zolder. Well,
0: he did how many did back? He did back to did back. Oh, they were World Cups.
2: World Cups. The World Cups. Yeah, sure. he won the World Cups in in Papandau. Yeah, at least one for sure. From eight, maybe two.
0: My my thing is I just that thing of going junior and then Senior. I just he's obviously a super amazing specimen. I think he's one of them kids who whatever he'd he. He's just like Maris.
2: He reminds me of Maris. He a just lot. would have been yeah, good yeah. at whatever he'd yeah.
0: done. Um, but he's. Uh, yeah, he's good. I think he chooses K eight too much occasionally. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I still, I mean, that the one in Argentina that had a very slight dog leg to the left as well, so it was even further from eight. Like you can see, he's winning. I think I don't know. I think it might be Saturday. Uh, he's winning. Like he's half literally winning. Ball he's ball. He, he's got he's got you know half a wheel, but he's just not going to get across from there. Yeah. Especially when you he didn't need to
2: there. be that far out. I don't think. No, but yeah. I think
0: with him, I think he just doesn't he doesn't trust his first pedal.
2: Yeah, it's like Maris would take some time to take him like, dude, you can some of the guys in this final aren't that tough. You can take five or six and still not have to worry about your gate so <laughs> I think much. he just you know? worries
0: about somebody choosing the one outside and cutting him yeah, off. Yeah, you know, it, it was
2: unfortunate for uh, um, uh Kai White because he kept ended up being mm. lined up on the inside. And if
0: that had been anybody else other than Kimman Kai would have had those eight. Would have had it.
2: Twice. Yeah, if it was the other way around, he could have followed mm. him into the first mm-hmm. turn in third, yep. fourth, and made made some moves and maybe got even further up the field. You know, but would, would have, have been, could have would, have been have.
0: would have been interesting to mm. see if if Kai's position in that final had been taken by one of the younger Dutch kids, mm-hmm. and Kinman would have known, like, all right, if it's one of the younger Dutch kids, and I know he's going to have last pick, and it's going to be eight. I can choose seven. That would be interesting to see if, mm-hmm. if, if if it was a Dutch kid who he knew he wouldn't have any problems with and he knew that somebody who could snap him would take that gate. Who else took it? Didn't was his name take gate eight a couple of times? The super the Canadian uh track uh time trial kid. Tory? Mm. Didn't he take gay A? This couple week? Of times? The last, last weekend? No, 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 no he wasn't there. Over, over, the, over the years? I'm...
2: Yeah, I'm not sure, to be honest with that, really. Looking, I am sure, I mean, he's, he's, he qualifies normally third or fourth, so maybe he's had them outside lanes anyway. He's a mm-hmm. third or fourth type guy, you know?
0: Yeah, but I like, outside the English kids, uh, I like Nick Kim. And, and the other thing is Joris, is, Joris is really hard to not be stoked on just because he's, like, he's, I don't know. He's probably as fast as Anthony Revel could have gone.
1: <laughs> like, that's... I just... Like, yeah. he's an amazing
0: rider, and I bet if he went to the trails, he could do whatever he wanted to on his right. bike. But there's just no frills. He's just out yeah. there just to win them races. Just do what he and needs and, to, yeah. and he is good, man. Like, it's... There aren't many people who you see... And when you think of all the other French dudes, like, all the other French dudes snapping at his heels. But I still... Even though Sylvan won the Worlds and, and the World Cup title and whatever... Do they still the dude from France
2: yeah like yeah. really it's yeah. like
0: you know and I don't mean this disrespectfully but like there was a stage where Thomas was the fastest dude in the world like there was a stage literally where Thomas Hallier was the fastest BMX racer in the world and even at that point people would have still given the nod to Christophe
2: <laughs> yeah just yeah. because and the years passed yeah mm.
0: but I just with Joris he's just dude he's amazing man
2: like say if anybody could take that goat maybe he could be the guy you know because if, if, if he doesn't then it's going to it's going to be a long time and maybe like, like,
0: like when we had, the, yeah, when, we had that goat, the when we had that goat that goat thing he was the only one really out of the current yeah I think Sam had already had his accent by that point so J- Joris is the only one really out of the current
2: within reach still possibly so we'll
1: see alright we could All right. ramble on and go in different directions I I want to I want to retract what I said a little uh, long like in the first <laughs> 80 minutes ago <laughs> <Okay. anyway. laughs> no no, 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 no. <laughs> Uh but no. When I said I made a mention when we were talking about the goat or or, or, or icon, and Gary Ellis was an icon, and I said I said Maris and Willoughby and uh, Connor weren't icons. They may not be my icon, but somebody, in the two thousands, yeah. in the ninety, the, not not the 90s, so the 2000s, 2010s, whatever you call it nowadays, mm-hmm. there's no there was no in the BMX racing world. There's actually no bigger icons than them, you know? mm-hmm. and I don't think there are. I, I mean. Yeah, like I said, they're not my icon because they're younger, and I'm kind of a re- bit more removed. I mean, out of any of them, Maris would be the, the my number one guy. But um, but anyway, but yeah. So I always want to retract them, and not, not not to say that those guys aren't. Yeah, those I think guys, Sam would have gone to be yeah, to be big oh yeah, out yeah. as well yeah. if he
2: wasn't. You know, like a lot of people said, he's already is very very close and definitely yeah. a contender. But a couple of more years on top of his career would have probably
1: topped yeah. it off. You know, but out of out of their era, yeah, they are they are mm-hmm. they are, they are or will be the icons. I think
0: I think a little thing that, that they may suffer from is that there wasn't a space. Like, when, when you think about Ellis' career, there were, there were a couple of good people through it, but it was different good people. There wasn't, it was Pistol at the beginning, but then it was, you know, maybe Charles Townsend, then it maybe moved on. And so by the time 99, he'd had different people. Whereas, like, Connor and Morris and Sam... You know, Maris is a bit older, but similarly, they're all in the same era. Mm-hmm. Whereas if they'd been spread around, one of them might have just dominated all through a period. But because the three of them and maybe a couple of others were together in the same era, there's not that same. <laughs> we yeah. don't think of that. Well, I
2: think if Sam and Maris hadn't met together in the same era, they'd have both been. the both won a hell of a lot of stuff, but they're both one of a. Hell, you know, when Maris didn't win, Sam won, and, and vice versa. They both kind of shared a lot of titles. So mm. if they hadn't raced each other, that could have been. Could have been different. All right, I'm going to wrap this up because it's going to be an uh, hour and a half. And uh, that was good. But we'll do that again, guys. Thanks. Last words, Paul. Uh, wow, man, you want to give your email address up, phone number? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anybody no. No. You Stop. just say no you don't want to contact you. I'm disguising my house.
1: <laughs> 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 don't email, don't text, don't send me smoke signals. If I don't you have you want time. to ride for SC. Is the <laughs> sponsorship open for 2019? No. <laughs> Uh yeah no but yeah we do this again yeah I think it'd be fun yeah we, we dive into photo albums yeah or, or I think Dyer's would journal, be a good one as well the, the journals. Let you. Yeah, yeah I don't care it's, it's all <laughs> statue of limitations We're all good. I'm wa- I'm
0: waiting to ask you for more bikes until my band takes <laughs> off and I've got a video to film and yeah, yeah, I've got legit reasons yeah, yeah. asking
1: for them yeah text me here right <laughs> yeah. alright
2: thanks Paul thanks Wildman catch you later see ya